Hello and welcome to No Two Gays About It, the podcast that gives a voice to the over 50 gay male. I'm Tom Burke. And I'm Michael Foley. And we are basically the odd couple of the gay world. Uh, Two completely different guys, yet we have so much in common. And today, we are going to talk about bucket lists. But not only bucket lists, the gay bucket list, which is apparently... Did you say butt kiss list? (laughs) (laughs) Was that a Freudian slip? Apparently it was. Uh, kiss my butt yes. uh, gay bucket lists okay. which is apparently a thing and then later on we're going to get a little bit a little serious and talk about what the fuck is happening down in tennessee and all their politics is it tennessee or is it kentucky oh it's it's definitely t- it's happening everywhere but this one's okay. tennessee and the justins okay awesome great um and then of course we are going to do our savage side eye, which is when we say it's something that has been bugging us, something or someone who's getting under our skin this week, um, which is always my favorite segment of our show. But before we begin, Mr. Foley, how are you today? What's happening with you? I'm good. Um, you know, life is, life is good. Hard to complain. Um, and as you know, me, me being the big musical bingo fan, um, and tonight's the night, as it always is. Okay. Um, do you know I, who showed up at musical bingo? Recently? Do tell. Okay, who am I stalking? <laughs> Barry one, Manilow, the one and only. He showed up at musical bingo yes and played some gay bingo with the crowd it was awesome and i think the really good thing that happened is i didn't know he was there until about five minutes before he left oh that's good because i'm not sure i would have been (laughs) able to contain myself and you would have been um, taken away i Uh, didn't want to embarrass larry the guy who runs it who is as big of a fan alone we talked after and he was like i was dying oh cool so it's a good thing i didn't know while barry was there were you were they doing Barry songs? Well, they did happen to play Mandy. And, um, you know, during Musical Bingo, the, there's the game that's played where you fill in your card, but there's also who can identify the song or the artist the quickest. Okay. And I'm fairly good at that. And it was barely a half note of Mandy that played. <laughs> and I screamed out, Barry! <laughs> now, mind you, he was there at the time. I did not know that. Um, so that was just coincidental, but, um, yeah, I was, um, I was a happy camper. Well, I'm very happy for you. Good for you. you. What's shaking with you? I heard you had an Easter picnic. Uh, (laughs) I did go on an Easter picnic, but you know, it was fun. It was fine. It was all good. My husband and I were basically the embryos of the group. Uh, it was a whole bunch of older gay men, which was very nice. But something very exciting just happened a few seconds ago, second, minutes ago. Um, I was sitting here in front of my computer, and my husband starts yelling my name. So, of course, I go running over there. We had a bobcat walking through our backyard. And we have a huge backyard, and it was just sauntering in that kind of like cats, whatever they do, kind of Well, of course, it would saunter across your backyard. I mean, what else could it do? (laughs) 
you work girl <laughs> uh yeah but that was so cool oh to see God. him just kind of walking he he or she i don't know we're walking all the way down our entire yard uh, in front of the pool then then kind of just disappeared into the hedges and up over a six foot fence and he was gone uh but very exciting though wow yeah yeah very exciting well make sure um, you keep your kitty inside well, yo, God, mm. no. yeah, and that—that that was the other thing too. We were calling our neighbors who have smaller dogs, saying, "Get your dogs inside. Don't let them out, because who knows what's going to happen." Um, yep, it's always exciting here at our home. Wow. So, Michael, fun. do you have a bucket list? Well, first um, of all, do you know what a bucket list is? And are you saying butt list, or was, is it with the K? I just no, want to be clear. I'm not hanging out with your crowd, Michael. It's a bucket list. Yes, of course I know what a bucket list is. So tell is. us, what is a bucket list? It is a list of things or activities that you want to accomplish or do before you kick it. The bucket, that is. Okay. So do you have a bucket list? Um, I do. And, you know, I have my whole life. And there are very few things left on it which is kind of well, that's cool. amazing. And one of them is to, not to bring this back to Barry, but it always does go back, is to meet him in person. You were right there with him. I, but again, I wouldn't do that in an environment like that. I don't invade other people's How spaces. How are you going to do it? In his in private his home while you break in? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whole oh, different thing. Hello, Barry. Captain Welcome audience. home. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Cool. Um, what's on you? What's on yours? Well, the thing is, I have never, I've never liked bucket lists or the idea of a bucket list. I also don't like the idea of crossing days off a calendar. Oh, I don't either. It it just seems so final and everything is over. And it's like the final countdown, right? Yeah. Same thing for a bucket list. I, I've had things that I've wanted to do or wanted to accomplish or things that I would like to do in the future, but I've never actually made a bucket list uh, for those reasons. And, you know, when you were saying like, well, I only have a few more things on my bucket list. I was like, well, does that mean then you're going to be dead soon? You know, that's where my crazy mind goes. Well, no, then you just add some more stuff. I okay. mean, there's always more, you know. Um, awesome. And I, I never sat down and wrote a list because I'm not that person who okay. writes lists but um you know you have these things in, like going to australia was one of them or Good. climbing a pyramid or swimming with humpback whales in the wild that, that, that was all on there it wasn't a written list but those were things that i'd always wanted to do and actually was blessed to do fantastic well yeah. speaking of lists and we all know i love a list That's um, so true. i found on pride.com a gay bucket list and there are 101 things that a gay male should do before he kicks the gay bucket wow. um okay. so i want to go over some of these things and see if maybe you have done a number of them i'm not going to go through all 101 but uh and see if some of them are things that you would like to do before you kick the gay bucket um so to speak. So number one on the list is to attend the San Francisco Pride. Have you done that? Of course. Ah, I have not. Oh, and no. was it something it's a, it's incredible? Amazing. 
Yeah. It's, it, it is much like New York's. It's a very political pride, which okay. is, you know, that's, I, I love that. It's, it's, it's definitely different than, let's say, LA pride. Um, it's, it, it was an amazing experience. And do you think that should be something that all of us over 50 gay males put on our list to do? I, you know what? I do. Just okay. because, you know, it is the, it is one of the places that was, you know, uh, the, like with New York, the birthplace of our movement. And it was such an integral part of what our community became. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I do think that's a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that one a thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Siskel or Ebert. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Another one. Go on a gay cruise. Um, yes. I am so gay so far. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, you've already done these things, yes. which is good. Um, uh, have you? No, I am not a cruise person. I don't. I just the the just being on one of those boats, you're trapped with all those people, and oh, it's just not my thing. I well, love just, traveling. Just as an FYI, those those ships are cities now. It's not exactly. It's not, yeah. Um, which and, I don't want to do that. But that's okay, me. I, I could totally get it. Yeah. Um, I've done two different ones. Um, one was the all male, which uh -huh. I would, which I wouldn't do again. It just, it wasn't for me. Um, the other one I did actually three times was when Rosie O'Donnell had her cruise line, our family. Um, I got together a group, um, of people and there were like 10 and between 10 and 12 of us, depending on which trip. Right. And, um, it was the most wonderful community experience I think I've ever had because it was everyone. Um, and it was just, it was, and Rosie went so far out of her way to make it an event. And it was just a really beautiful environment and a wonderful thing to do. So yeah, I recommend that to folks who just, and also if you're a traveler who likes to experience a lot of things in a short period of time, you know, it gives you a little taste of all these different places. Right. Um, which is another reason to do a cruise if, if that's, that's, that's in your wheelhouse. Fantastic. Uh, next on this list, host an Oscar party. Yeah. Of course you've I, done I, of that. Of course I have. Yeah. Well, have you been to the Oscars? No. Yeah, see, it? I've done that. That was on my list. So the party part, eh, you know. Ironically mm. enough, I don't think it's on, it's not on mine. Really? Yeah. You know, when I first moved to Hollywood, I, actually, I was probably still living in New York, but I was in LA during the Oscars. I was young and I actually went and, you know, lined up where they were all coming in. You know, that was my, and then the next year I was actually going to it. So it was like very exciting. So I loved that whole experience. So sure. Why not have a That's Oscar bird? Very cool. Although I'm going to take that back. If I were on the arm of Chris Pine, I would, I would go. So of all the Chris's, Chris Pine is your Chris? Yeah. Okay. He's dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. He's dreamy. Uh, speaking of dreamy, another thing on the gay bucket list is to go to a gay rodeo. Oh, my God. I am batting a thousand. Well, except for the Oscar to go to the Oscars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been. Yeah, me too. I've been to a gay rodeo. I thought it was quite the experience. There um, was one five minutes away from your house, wasn't there? There was, yeah. In L.A. Yeah. Um, and that's where we went. Um, my husband loved those cowboys uh you know these masculine 
men riding, you know, and then they get off their bucking Broncos and they're like, hey, girl, hey, you know, it was awesome. I love that just the position because yeah. that's me, you know, people right. like, I still get asked if I'm straight, which just boggles my mind because I think I'm the biggest queen on the planet, but go figure. Go figure. But yeah, I think everyone should see a gay rodeo before you kick that bucket. Why not? And they're right? definitely more animal friendly now, where back in the day they, they weren't. There's more uh, of a, a right. lean toward being kinder to animals. So if that was your reservation for going, um, it's ch the rodeo scene is changing. Okay. Uh, have you been to Halloween in New Orleans? No. Apparently, the gay scene is frighteningly fabulous there. And it's something that they're suggesting all of us gay men do that before we kick the bucket. Um, so, um, I've been to New Orleans, but that was during Southern yeah. Decadence. Have you, have you been to New Orleans for any of the, the funkiness? Uh, I've been there not for the funkiness. Um, I've been there for the just basic funkiness of New Orleans. It's, uh, I think everyone should go and travel as much as they can on their bucket lists. Um, which is also the next thing on here. Party in West Hollywood. Can we skip <laughs> that one? Yeah, right? I lived uh, in West Hollywood, so, right. you know, it's kind of hard to... But also, West Hollywood is not <clears throat> the West Hollywood it used to be. No. It's not it's the not. gay mecca that it was when I first moved to Los Angeles. Yeah, so, Boys Town is no longer Boys Town. It's, um, you know, a little disheartening, but things change and communities change and it is what it is. But back in the day, yeah, it was freaking awesome. Well, what about this? Attend the Folsom Street Fair. Have you done that? Yep. And is that something we should all put on our list? Yeah, because even if it's, you know, even if the leather scene isn't your, your, your thing, I always have thought it was great to experience as much diversity as one can possibly experience. Um, right. And I believe everybody should try something at least once. I used to say twice if you were drunk, but since I really don't drink anymore, that doesn't apply. So, Okay. And speaking of drinking, this is definite. I, I believe this one should be on everyone's list. Learn to make the perfect cocktail. Whether you drink or not, I think you need to know how to do that. What do you think? Sure. No? Um, I, know, I don't know. I mean... Uh, I, maybe there's too much put on drinking in our entire planet or universe as it is but it's a good thing it's a skill yeah I, ma I make a phenomenal margarita so i'm not i'm not ashamed of that see that's the thing you know especially michael and i both live in palm springs and there's a lot of dinner parties a lot of cocktail parties um and i think it's important to know how to you know at least make one drink and that could be your like you have your margarita that one signature drink that you're capable of doing it's a grown-up thing Absolutely. And you know how good my margarita is? How good um, is You know it? the tequila Casa Amigos? Sure. Which is a phenomenal tequila. Um, I once had a rep from the company say to me when I made her a margarita, this is the best margarita I've ever had. Wow. So there you go. So I guess, well, it, I guess, it, I guess it's important to do that. Sure. Uh, just as important as learning how to cook is 
and should be on everyone's list. Totally. Uh, you are a good cook, are you not? I've been told that. Well, can you own it? And I love to cook. I mean, okay. I absolutely love to cook. So. Well, my husband absolutely loves your beans that you make. <laughs> I, they're good, but he's like, wow. Like, there's bacon in them and meat, in, right? It's just yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's a lot it's, of stuff. It's a whole lot beans. of good. It's a, it's a meal. Yeah. Although the song from Grey Gardens popped into my head when you said that. You know the song, Jimmy Likes My Corn? I do. <laughs> Which I just can't believe there's a song titled that. And I remember sitting in the theater watching it, just going, is this a joke? <laughs> but it wasn't. So, so Jim, Jimmy Likes Sorry, Corn. I took a little a detour there. No, perfect. Um, here's one, another one I know that we both have done. Everyone, every gay male over 50 should have this on their list, to attend the Outfits Fest Film Festival. Let me try that again. Attend. <laughs> The Outfest Film Festival. That's yes. a big one for you. I it know. is a big one for me. You know that. Yeah. And I, I, I have this wonderful friend, Matthew, who every year, because um, he works for a studio, gets me an outpass, and I've been able to experience that fully for a very long time. So it's, 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 it's awesome. Fantastic. Um, this I know you've also done, because you have said it here at No Two Gays about it. Everybody should do drag at least once. Yes. Because as uncomfortable as it is, because it's a lot of work and I can't walk in heels, it's freeing on a level. It, it just, it allows you to play. Yeah. And I think, the, especially the older we get, you know, in our generation, there's less of a willingness to just make yourself feel silly or to appear silly. Um. And it's, it's fun and, and just goofy. We used to do it you know, every year for the softball uh, league that I played in. There was a switch hitter's ball. And in order to partake in the funds that are raised for the Gay World Series, each team had to put on a drag number. So we did. Fantastic. Yeah. Have you? Uh, first of all, do we have any film on this? I wish... Oh, on, on me? You, yeah. Oh, totally. Well, why don't we see any of that? Um, I think we need to put that... I would that... have to dig it out. Okay. Yeah, good. Because one that... year we did the Andrew Sisters, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, and the screams were so loud we actually couldn't hear the music. Like, it, people went nuts for some reason. And then next year we did a song from the Broadway show The Life, which is about a bunch of hookers, so we were all dressed up as hookers, wow. um, singing It's My Body, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah, I think we need to have a little clip of that up on one of our sites. Sure, but you didn't answer my question, have you? No, I, I have not. Um, I, I wish I had when I was younger. I wish I had, you know, my makeup done or, as they say, had my face beat, uh, you know, when my skin was still taut and not hanging like it is now. Um, I did do an off-Broadway show that we did, I think I did like 23 different characters. Some of them were women. Uh, but it was just like a, a quick wig change because it was a fast show. But I've never like fully done drag. Um, and like I said, I wish I had done that when I was younger and not, you know. <laughs> now I think we... you still could. You have this Angela Lansbury thing going on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because she's dead and that's how I would look. You know. But, you know, more power too. Um, you could do Jessica what, Fletcher? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Sure. Walk around with a magnifying glass. Which I basically thing. need anyway to read anything. So there you go. Um, next on our list is another thing that you have done. Michael, I'm, I'm so impressed with you uh, checking all these things off your gay bucket list, but to join a gay sports team. Yes. Big time. Yeah. And I'm going to say for people who are our age, it's a really great way to meet new people. And it's a great way to push yourself to, again, do something that you normally wouldn't do and allow yourself to suck at it in the beginning. Because um, the only way you get better is to actually do. Um, so um, have, you, have you? Have you been in any, any sports leagues? Uh, no gay sports leagues. And I have oh. not actually done any like sport, real sport thing since uh, probably college. Uh, yeah. Not thing. But okay. Okay. That's true. Uh, what, I, yeah, I got you. I did get you on a tennis court, though. So yeah, I mean, oh, I I play sports, <clears throat> just not team. I'm not a. I haven't done the whole team thing, uh, but I have hosted plenty of brunches, which is the next thing on the list. I know something that you've never shown up for because Michael needs his beauty sleep and doesn't seem to get up before one p.m. Um, eleven. Let's go with eleven. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll let. Um, but yes, I've had plenty of brunches. Now, what about this one? Um, go to a nude beach. Yes. Oh, God, who hasn't been? Seriously, you know? come on. That's right? A, yeah. That's a big one. Unfortunately, um, we did do it when we were younger, so. I did it, uh, well, maybe 10 to 15 years ago. You know, and the moment I stopped looking great is the day I stopped going to nude beaches, that's for sure. Uh, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, I'm I, just so you know, I'm passing over a lot of things on this list, and most of them are sexual things because, well, you know, throw in one or two sexual things. Prudy miss. Now that you said that, stain, yeah, because that's exactly prudence. Prudence. Prudence <laughs> over here really needs to, you know, unbend her. But stick. I just got to a good one. Um, okay. Well, after the good one, okay, we got to throw in at least two sexual. Okay. All right. Uh, visit Stonewall. Oh. Well, yeah. Not only, not only visit, um, yes. After softball games, actually, in Manhattan, we used to go to Stonewall after the games. Yeah. I, I lived in Manhattan, and of course I've been there. And I think that also, I'm, I'm trying to get down to this next one, but um, it's really important to know our history, our gay history. And that's part of it. And like you said earlier about San Francisco as well, there's a lot of our gay history there. I think it's very important for us as older gay males to also help our younger gay males learn this history. Because it's, it's not all, you know, yes, there are books and whatever, but I think we need to get the younger gay men and women out there to really learn the gay history. It is so important. Yeah, because yes. you didn't, I mean, a lot of them did wake up with these rights where we didn't. They were actually fought for by people who came before. So it is, it is hugely important to know history, period. Right. I mean, here's a list that, you know, learn your queer history. Harvey Milk, Gertrude Stein, Alan Turing, Audrey mm -hmm. Lord. All of these names are very important to know, just as 
Are political histories important for us to know? Uh, whatever world you're in, you need to know that history so you know how to keep moving it forward. So, yeah, I think that's a very important thing that should be on everyone's bucket list is yeah. to, yeah. Um, the one right after that is great. Vacation in Palm Springs. I do notice that you skipped the sexual one. I, I will go back to Okay, okay I'm sexual. just checking. Yes. Just checking. <laughs> Uh-huh. Cuz I I there was a life before marriage. I I know that. So There's um, a life during marriage, but I'm still Prudy McPrudsing. All right, I will talk about this one. Um I'm going it's going to be very embarrassing, just so you know. Excellent. Embarrassing yes. to me. Yes. Um so it says to visit a bathhouse or a sex club. So have you ever been? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have a platinum <laughs> card for that one. So. Yeah. Uh, or a black card, probably. Right. Um, Hortense Ho, of course you have, and Prudy McPrudstein over here. All right. So one day um, I was saying to my friend and my husband that, you know, I've never been to anything like this and I really want to try it and whatever. And so they're like, all right, you know. So we go to this, I guess it's a sex club kind of place. Um, and no, so let me ask you a question because you said you yeah. guess it's a sex club. So a sex club, yeah. there are no water facilities. Yeah, I didn't so see any no water. Steam... Okay. Yeah, I didn't see water. But believe me, in a blink of an eye, I was in and out, <laughs> just so you know. Was so it in LA? It was in LA, yeah. Was um, it on the way to downtown? No. Or was it in West Hollywood? You know what? I, I, I don't even remember. Oh, okay. I think I burned that memory again. I'm just trying to narrow it down because I want to know where. So I, I could get, so I could be on the vision with you. Okay. So anyway, we show up. Um, and of course it was, you know, I don't, I don't know the rules. And it was very early in the evening, I guess. And I guess you'd go later. I don't know. Uh, so it wasn't like a lot of people were in there. So we go in. And there's my friend and my husband. And I was glued to my husband's back. <laughs> Just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and we're walking in and my friend opens some door or a curtain or something and something's going on in there. And I was just like, <laughs> turned quickly and I like pulled Scott, my husband, to me. And then some guy comes over and starts touching me. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I ran out the door. I'm done. I was like, nope, can't do it. Sorry, can't, can't. For all of the folks who are on Patreon with us, I wish in this moment that everybody who actually listened to us was because Tom is blushing so oh my God. bad. It's so awesome. bad. I was so embarrassed. And, you know... Whatever. I know I'm not the only guy out, gay male out there who is not. I'm a very sexual person, but just a private. It's the way I was raised. It's just who I am. More power to all of you out there who are part of that world. I wanted to be a part of that world. I wanted to see it. I just, just wasn't me. Just wasn't. And I just thing. so you know, because I think yeah. everybody experiences that their first time because you don't know what to expect. Right. And it's like, whoa, sensory overload. But um, yeah, so I think everybody feels that way when they first walk in. It's, it's, it's a natural 
But do they all squeal like a girl and like pull their husband? No, that I can safely of- say that does not happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's find something else. Well, thank um, you for sharing that. You are quite welcome. Um, here's a great one. I think it's very important for all of us uh, to befriend the L, B, T, and Q. There's more to our community than just gay men. And it's important to embrace all the other letters out there. I know you have. Um, I, too, have lesbian, bi, trans, and a lot of now Q friends, uh, these, a lot of the younger people that I work with are Qs, whether they're queers or questioning. So, yeah, I think it's important that we not keep our blinders on and yeah. have this little gay men and that's it kind of thing. Without a doubt. Em- embrace. I think that's one of the most important ones you've read off so far. Yeah. Um, Go to quickly, Gay Days at Disneyland. I know you've done that. Yeah. You know, you somebody with a Mufasa and a Beauty and the Beast tattoo, of course, is going to go to Disneyland. Of course you um, Eat at Hamburger Mary's. Of course you have. Um, anyone in West Hollywood has been. Have you been to Gay Days at Disneyland? No, I have not. Okay. I'm not a Disneyland <clears throat> guy. Um, okay. But, you know, uh, yeah. Um, ever make out with a female? Okay, now we got to see your face. She's dry heaving, folks. Um, you have... No. Never? No. High school? No. College? No. I mean, I oh. kissed a girl. Okay. But, you know, there was no tongue. It just, it, I, I knew from a very young age that that just wasn't me. So, um, which was part of the reason why, you know, I was fat and introverted because i just closed everything else off Um, okay i just couldn't go down that path okay and you uh yeah i've i've done i've been with women you know not fully i was gonna say in the biblical way um not all the way but a lot of stuff uh you know over the shirt stuff under what? the shirt stuff, okay. in the pants stuff, you know. Um. <laughs> All right, stop. And no offense to pain. the women out there, but you know, if you're a hundred percent lesbian like I am, gay, you get it. It's just mm. okay. So I guess you don't have that on your bucket list. That no, um, no. How about a trip to Puerto Vallarta? Yes, ma'am. You know, my husband and I went there. Once, it was the worst trip I've ever, ever been on. We oh, couldn't wow. wait to get out of it. And it's nothing about Puerto Vallarta. It was just when we were there, where we were, it was just not a happy experience for us. So I do feel bad about that. I, I know well, we yeah. should try Go again. Go back. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the food is amazing there, um, yeah. which was one of my favorite parts. I love to eat. I ate at a McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> Right. Well then, maybe that's part of the reason why your experience was not great. Well, no, it was it all. Yeah, it was just a whole big thing. Um, so I'm, I want to do one more, and then let's move on. Um, but this is a great one. This is the one o number one o one things that everyone should, every gay male should have on their bucket list, and it is to leave a legacy. How do you feel about that? 
Um, I think it's important to feel like you've made some impact. Sure. Um, and I think that's a very personal. Yes. That's a very personal one because, um, you know, for some, just leaving a child is, is, is legacy enough for them. Sure. Um, and, you know, that's I, one of the, you know, biggest responsibilities anybody could take on in life. Um, but, yeah, I think everybody wants to feel that they had some sort of an impact, even if it's just to make the circle of people you have in your life feel like they matter. Exactly. I mean, that's I mean, an amazing legacy right there. Just making one person's life a little yeah. bit better is a huge legacy. So Absolutely. whether it's a it's a big thing that can be measured with big numbers or it's a small thing, just find whatever your legacy is and make sure that you leave something of you, of your soul, of your heart, of something about you to leave behind. I think that's great. So yeah, good. just to make one small thing a little bit better before you go. Exactly. Um, uh, well, thank you, Michael, for going down this gay bucket list with me. You're welcome, um, but I am going to hold your feet to the fire because I did say two sexual things. Oh, my God. All right. Let me <laughs> go back here and just go one And I know you heard me. Freaking thing. Um, uh, that's not sexual. Uh, okay. Learn I just got to... an eye roll and a head turn. Yeah. Learn how to deep throat. Okay, if you're a gay man and you don't know how to do that, <sighs> I just, I, yeah, I can't. That's, that's, you, that's sort of an... Do you hear yeah. all that thumping behind me? Those are my parents and my ancestors all flipping over in their graves, like, stop talking, Tom. We don't do this in our waspy world. I bet you they did. Well, yeah, they, of course they did it. They just never <clears throat> talked about it's the it. the ones who don't talk about it that are the biggest freaks. And <laughs> Okay, let's just move on from there, shall okay. we? Thank you for <laughs> indulging. All right, so now, Michael, I'm going to hand it over to you because you are our resident political guy, and it's time to get a little bit more serious than we were about sex clubs and deep-throating. And let's talk a little bit about what's happening down there in Tennessee. Yeah, I think it's um, actually very exciting um, what's going on. Um, as most, of, if you don't know, there were two um, state representatives um, who are in the Congress in Tennessee who were thrown out for protesting um, about gun violence and representing their constituents. And the reality is, reality is they were thrown out because they were two young black men. I mean, it just, it's, yeah. it was so blatant because there was a woman, a white woman who was 60 years old, who was on the floor with them, who did not get expelled and did exactly the same thing. So it is what it is. Tennessee is, you know, the home of the KKK. It's where they were born and raised. So it is what it is. But these two young men um, and the people who showed up at their house, the state house, to have these two men's back was such a beautiful thing to witness for people who are our generation, who actually, you know, in the 80s were fighting a battle against a government who literally, I'm not gonna say created a genocide, 
but they stood aside and watched an entire population die and didn't raise a finger. And for us, we stood alone for a good portion of that period. And to witness not only the outcry in the state, but from around the planet yeah. was, yeah, it was such amazing. a beautiful thing to see. Right. Um, and yeah, so it's, it just gave me hope for the first time in a very long time. Um, I would say since 2008, when Obama was elected and you felt, oh, we've rounded a corner. And then the backlash from his election um, was something I don't think a lot of us really were prepared for. Yeah, um, no. But yeah, and it just devolved from that moment on. Um, you know, the fact that first thing Mitch McConnell said is, I'm going to make him a one-term president, pretty much tells you. And it had nothing to do with the man or his policies or anything else. I think it had to do with a black man being in the White House. Right. Um, and they proved that time and time again. So I can't even say I think, I know. Right. And that's what happened again in Tennessee. But you know what? The entire fucking country and the planet stood up and said, nope. And it's so nice to see a younger generation, actually the most diverse generation that this country has ever seen, stand up and do what we did as young men and women in the 80s. Because there were a lot of lesbians, there are actually more lesbians when I joined the gay men's health crisis, who were standing beside us than gay men in those early moments. Because a lot of the gay men were afraid they were the ones who were dying. Um, you you know, it was really great, though, about what happened. You said, you know, the whole world was stood up when the whole country stood up. But what we saw were that people from Tennessee stood up yes. and said, no, this is wrong yep. to do. That's where the amazing part was. Yeah, that's the home of the KKK and a lot of other crap. But those people that lived there said, no, we're done with this. We're yeah. not going to do this. That's why I said all those people who showed up at their house, yeah. their right. state house and said, this is not acceptable and made right. this a worldwide story. Yeah. It, it's, it's so amazing to see these kids pick up that torch and now willing to fight because there was a lot of apathy in the, you know, nineties and the aughts and the, 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 the People didn't show up to vote. Right. These kids are voting. They're huge. You know, next to us boomers, who's one of the largest voting blocks in the country, these kids are going to change the world, and it's so wonderful to see. Fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, and let me just mention the two Justins' name, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. And as we know, Justin Jones was pointed back to the house, um, and it was a beautiful thing to watch him walk in there. Right. And all of these old white men, the looks on their faces. It was just such a middle finger from, right. you know, the city of Nashville who voted 36 to zero to put him back in a seat. Yeah, that's So great. bravo, bravo everybody in Nashville and around the country who said no more. Exactly. Yay. Yay for you. All right. Well, great. Again, thank you for that. And thank you for helping me with my bucket list. Um, and all of you people out there, all of our fellow gay males over 50, if you're putting together your bucket list, we want to know what's on it. So let us know. Michael, how can they get in touch with us? You guys could hit us up at no2gaysaboutit at gmail.com. And it's the number two, 
in our moniker across the board in every social media outlet. So it's no, the number two gays about it. And that would be at gmail.com at Facebook. And we are also on Instagram and this is Tom's favorite place, TikTok. <laughs> so no two gays about it on all of those outlets. And I got word yesterday that we also now are on YouTube. We Full episodes are on YouTube. Are. Yeah, so check us out on YouTube. And that's you it, no will... two gays about it. I'm sure you'll be able to see me blushing away as I'm talking about my It was most... awesome embarrassing moment um speaking of embarrassing it's not embarrassing at all but it's time for my absolute favorite segment of our show which is the savage side eye where today michael is going to throw a little bit of shade at something or someone who is it michael <clears throat> it's a gentleman who showed up in a target store a few days ago and i'm not going to give you his name because he ironically owns a graphic t-shirt company okay um which is anti-trans anti-woke those are right. his words so okay. he ain't getting no publicity but the douche nozzle showed up at target <laughs> and that will be his name from douche nozzle yes douche nozzle okay. <clears throat> showed up in target in the boys department which is a little sketchy if you ask me and went through all of the t-shirts the graphic tees that were in the children's department that had rainbows on them and i'm quoting him because <clears throat> it's like the kirk cameron thing he's he's an anti-woke activist okay and he was showing all of these shirts to point out the fact that we the woke folk <clears throat> are destroying the masculinity in this country because there were rainbows on kids' T-shirts. Mind you, the ones he was showing were probably for about three to five-year-olds because uh, um, I raised three kids, so I know what size sort of looks like. So, okay. yeah, he's bouncing through them and just raging about kids having being forced to wear shirts with rainbows. And the ironic thing, he was doing this in a pink shirt. Okay. Yeah. Pretty pink shirt. The All man right. rage, raging about masculinity was doing it in a pretty pink shirt. So um, and I just got a newsflash for him. Nobody's forcing a child to wear this shirt. Right. Or to buy it. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Yeah. Why are you so stupid? <laughs> like, uh, Why are you, you so they, they, stupid? They talk about snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I channeled Rosie Perez for some reason. I don't know what happened. Why are you so stupid? <laughs> oh my God. That was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't buy the fucking shirt. What the hell? Right. And, and how insecure are you in your masculinity that a rainbow is going to threaten that? Ding, 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 ding. So That's douche, the big douche nozzle gets the big side eye today. Fantastic. Thank you, douche nozzle. Uh, fantastic. What a great day this has been. Uh, bucket lists, sex clubs, Tennessee standing up for everybody, and the douche nozzle. Good yes. day. Which is an interesting point to leave it on. Is it? The douche nozzle. Yeah. All right. Then let's just leave it right there. Just All leave right. it right there.
How are you so stupid? Why are you so stupid? stupid? All right, cool. Well, everyone out there, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, reach out to us. Let us know what you is on your gay bucket list. Let us know something you might want to sh- throw a little shade to, a little side eye. Uh, please get in touch with us. And for everyone else out there, thank you very much. It's been great. Michael, until next time. Until next time, thank you, Tom. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. See ya. Why are you so stupid? Why are you so stupid?